and welcome to episode four of the Get Reset podcast. Today I have Mubs with me. Uh, if you want to just give a short introduction about yourself, uh, and then we can go ahead and get into the two segments. Sure. Um, I am a maker. I like to make things. Uh, I've been doing it since I was about eight years old. Um, I'm quite uh, active in the product hunt and the indie hackers community. Uh, most recently, I started uh, a website called Pod Hunt at podhunt.app, uh, which is trying to solve the problem of podcast d- discovery. Cool, yeah. And I feel like you uh, sent out some signals here not too long ago about wanting to appear on other people's podcasts, and that's how we ended up uh, syncing up. So I'm like, really excited to have you on here and uh, excited for you to answer some of the questions I have for you. Absolutely. Cool. I'm, I'm pretty excited too. Cool. So uh, the first segment uh, for the audience is called Would You Rather? Uh, I'm going to give Mubs two different scenarios, and he's going to pick uh, whatever scenario he likes the most. Uh, a few of these are a little ridiculous, uh, but a few of them are kind of gauged toward uh, your background. So uh, okay. we'll see how it goes. Uh, the first one is Would You Rather delete all of your projects to have one project have massive growth or keep all of your projects at their current point in time forever? Um... Wow, that's a tough one. Um, I mean, I I like having lots of uh, irons in the fire. Um, so, because mm-hmm. I feel like even if there was one that was really popular, eventually I just get t- tired of it, and then I wouldn't know what to do with myself anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, you know, I mean, obviously, yeah. So, obviously, I think, yeah, I think my my choice would be to have lots of different projects kind of on the go at the same time. Some which mm-hmm. are popular, some which aren't, aren't but that's okay. Yeah, and just pre- preface uh, to the audience, Mubs is like, how many projects are you up to nowadays? I was uh, looking at your list, and I was just like, God damn, like this guy's got like a hundred of these things. Well, no, well, if you count just side projects, uh, I think uh, my last count was eighty-five. Jesus, <laughs> and, I yeah, can't even imagine. Not, obviously, yeah. not all of them are still active or anything like that. But you know, but that's over. I think I I started counting. I should say in. 2001 was kind of when I did my first kind of side project. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's over the last 18 years or so. Still wild. That's <laughs> <laughs> absolutely wild. Okay, uh, next question, uh, which I've asked before and got an interesting response. Uh, would you rather go without Twitter for a month or go without coffee for a month? Uh, it's easy, actually, because I don't drink... Co- well, I mean, I, I don't mind coffee, but I drink more uh-huh. of so I'd quite easy I could be quite happy to go without coffee <laughs> so what if uh, the question was rephrased to go without Twitter for a month or go without co- or go without tea for a month um, I mean I think it's actually healthy to have breaks of that kind from everything yeah um, so uh, I mean I, I haven't had a break from t- Twitter in a while so it probably would be a good thing just to kind of unplug for a month and yeah. And just kind of make sure that, you know, when you do the reset that things are still, you know, you, that you're still using things the way that you want to and still making the right, uh, you know, sort of c- c- connections with p- p- people as well. So, yeah, um, I mean, I, I, I think I'd quite happily give up either. But um, but I think, yeah, I think I'd give up. T- t- Twitter would be the easier one to give up, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, probably. I feel like. I feel like I could give up coffee for a month, but it's like I would be unproductive on Twitter because it's just like, I feel like like coffee like feels my productivity anyway. So right. I feel like both would suffer then. So might as well just make like one of them suffer. Right. Absolutely. Okay. 
So this next one is kind of like the first question, uh, but I kind of want to segue this into another topic afterwards. So it's only work on one project at a time or work on lots of projects at a time. So it sounds like based off the first time, you said you'd rather work on a lot of projects. So uh, based off of that answer, uh, how do you decide what to work on at like what time? Yeah, so I mean, I mean, I, I guess I should clarify a little bit like when when people tell me that they're working on multiple projects at the same time I get a little bit worried when they say that it's like reading four books at the same time and I'm like well you can't really read four books at the same time because you can't keep all the characters and all the storylines and in your head straight at the same time so so when I say I work on on four projects at the same time I really focus on one project at a time but I just have you know a number of them at different stages of either building or launching or kind of working on customer feedback sort of that kind of thing as well so so while i'm while i'm actively working on four projects they're kind of in different parts of the of the process which makes it easier to kind of focus on one or the other yeah um and then so really and, and really because most of my projects are kind of side projects they're, they're things i want to do you know kind of in my spare time in weekends and evenings and things like that it's whatever I feel like, right? So, so whichever one of the ideas that I've got that I'm really like, oh, I really wish I could work on that one t- tonight. That's the one I work on, and so, yeah. um, and that, you know, that I think that even though you might end up spending less time on a particular project, the the time you do spend on it, I find ends up being more pr- pr- productive because you're actually excited to work on that particular thing. So it might yeah. actually take you less time to finish the thing that you wanted to to to, to actually work on as well. Well, like when you're like coming up with a new idea, how does that work? Does it is it just something that interests you every time, or maybe you see like a, a market fit that's like, oh, I could capitalize on this right now, or does it just yeah, depend? So I, I tend not to chase markets like that. Um, normally, when I'm I'm kind of when I'm working on an idea that's not my own, it's usually somebody else has come to me with the idea and said, I'd love to build this, but I don't know how, or you know, or I don't know, you know, I, I don't know how to build an app, or or, or what whatever happens. To, to be so uh, when it's an idea of my own it's just usually something that's that's interest that's of interest to me and it may be something that's related to you know some some other hobby that I have so like I have a bunch of sites that are related around the movie industry because I like to watch the big Hollywood movies and things like that yeah um, and so, yeah. So it really, most of the most of my ideas on the side, I just think, you know, I I built a few apps around Twitter. I obviously, built an app around podcasting because I like to listen to lots of podcasts as well. Cool. Yeah. I mean, that's cool to hear. I, uh, somebody was asking me earlier. They're like, "This guy has so many projects. How, how the hell does he know what he's going to work on, or how does he decide that?" So definitely interesting to hear that. Uh, okay. So for the next question, you're a Liverpool fan, right? Yes, I am. Okay, good. Um, you're on the good side. I'm a Liverpool fan too. So. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. So the next question is, uh, become a Chelsea fan or delete your entire internet footprint? Uh, well, I guess I'd have to say goodbye to the internet, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> I've, been a, I've been a Liverpool fan since I was about five years old. So I've been a little bit longer than I've been on the internet. So... <laughs> Yeah, I jumped on the Liverpool train probably right before Klopp got there. So right. a little bit of the regular Liverpool sucking and stuff. I got I got my good dose of that, but then yes. it's, it's been nice <laughs> the last few years for sure. But Yeah, I yeah. mean I I 
grew, grew up in England, so I was yeah. You know, we we my family moved to England when I was about four years old in the in the mid seventies. Um, mm-hmm. So that was kind of like towards the end of the seventies was when I became a Liverpool fan, um, and uh, yeah, it's it was good for a few years at the beginning, and then it's yeah. it's I mean. I think the one thing with Liverpool is that we've never been awful. Like we, even when we haven't won the league, we haven't won the league in twenty yeah. thirty years. But you know, we've still won the FA Cup. We won the Champions League a few times as well. So it's never yeah. been like a complete suck where we haven't won anything for a really long period of time. But I really want to win the league. So hopefully yeah. this year we can win the league. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, I have a good feeling. Okay, it's so certainly head, it's certainly headed in the right way. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, so on to the next segment. Uh, just to remind the audience, it's called Push, Commit, Stash. Uh, there's going to be three different topics, and based off of those, uh, you can push one, and that would be your number one choice, commit it, and that's your second choice, and stash it, and that is your third choice. So the first one is for all the different maker communities uh, between Product Hunt, uh, Hacker News, and Indie Hackers. Which ones would you choose? Oh... The first one is going to be a tough choice. Um, I'd say right now my favorite is 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 indie hackers, mm-hmm. uh, so that would be my push. My commit would be product hunt, and then I would stash hacker news. Yeah, that's fair. I think I feel like a lot of people would probably go product hunt number one, uh, yep. but I feel like. Uh, the engagement that you get in indie hackers is so much more meaningful and you can actually like the people there i feel like have a lot more of the same kind of mentality of building a side project to then create like uh revenue on the side or something like that where product hunt is more of like a launch it and hope you're like the next unicorn so yeah i think that i think that's basically what it's become is that indie hacker seems to be a more sustainable more kind of long-term thing mm-hmm. versus product hunt you know you go through cycles where it's like well i need to launch something so i'm gonna go on product hunt and then you kind of you kind of off it for a little bit because you just don't have a need to be on there now i mean i visit it probably still once a day just to see what other people are kind of Mm -hmm. launching and stuff but i don't feel like i'm engaging as much as i do with indie hackers yeah definitely and hacker news is just it it can bring your it can bring a lot of traffic to your your project but it can also like ruin your day so <laughs> yeah it certainly can it certainly yeah can. okay so the next one which is just kind of like the three pillars i feel like of indie making uh push commit stash designing developing and marketing like just based on what your favorite is to do my favorite to do or which one i think is important to do <laughs> we can do both i mean my favorite i i think is obviously well since i'm a developer for a for a little and it's where i started so mm-hmm. it would be develop design and then arc it mm-hmm. um but if i was trying to really make a living as an indie hacker or as a poach rapper or anything like that i would actually say it's probably the reverse where it's probably marketing design and then development because i feel like Mm-hmm. you could build the best thing and if it looked like crap people would complain and if you if you can't market it then nobody's going to hear about it anyway so um so i feel like the the least important is actually like how you build it because so much of it is hidden away people don't see the code or how it's architecture or any of that kind of stuff yeah uh with design everybody sees what it looks like everybody has an opinion of what color you should have used and what size font you should have used and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff and then marketing, like I said, is like if nobody hears about your thing, then it doesn't matter if it's the best looking, best functioning application out there. 
it's not going to make any it's not making any impact at all yeah and i feel like for for me at least like when it comes to like releasing a project like uh it it kind of goes in the order like you design the design it first then you develop it and then you market it and the nice thing is like very rarely are you doing all three at once uh and i, I like doing all three individually i would not want to do all three at the same time uh but yeah I, I think if i had to choose i think the push would probably be designing because i i that's my favorite thing to do. Uh, commit would be marketing, and I guess stash would be developing. Even though I am a developer, just like you, but it's just like I mean, like when it comes to building a project, like the the least glamorous thing is writing the code for it. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, I feel like this whole like building the open movement has kind of hijacked things a little bit because you're developing and designing and marketing all at the same time, kind of at that point. So. That, mm -hmm. That's people often ask me, how are you marketing yourself? Well, I'm like, well, every time I write something or I make something or t t design something, I share it. And so that ends up being my marketing. I'm not specifically marketing that particular project, but the fact that I'm actually just working on something and adding a new feature or doing something because I'm building in the open, that kind of ends up being the way that I market stuff as well. Yeah, makes sense. Okay, the last one. Uh, is the Liverpool Traders. Uh, and you have to choose which one I guess you like the most, even though they left. Uh, it's between Coutinho, Suarez, and Torres. Uh, so, like, uh, so I guess push would be Suarez. Uh-huh. Um, I guess... I, I understand why Coutinho left. I don't like how he left, but that would probably still be my commit. And yeah. then my push, my stash would be Torres just because he went to yeah Chelsea <laughs> Chelsea yeah. <laughs> yeah I think I think I would go so I kind of came into being a Liverpool fan probably right as Suarez was leaving uh, right. so I feel like I, I I didn't ride the whole wave with him the the time he was at Liverpool but I, I like Coutinho as a player a lot more than Suarez I think Suarez is yes. kind of like a dickhead uh, <laughs> so I would, I would say yeah I'd say push Coutinho commit Suarez and then. Torres. He certainly has some issues, yeah. like yeah. the the biting people and stuff is yeah. uh, a little bit insane. But but just just to see him, the way he plays and the way he scored, just so really. Even now, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if you watch any Barcelona matches and stuff, but just to see him, just to just see him play is just he's, yeah. he's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, he's an he's an absolutely incredible player. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so uh, that's the end of the two segments. Uh, and just kind of before we close, uh, Podhunt is kind of your main uh, attraction nowadays. Uh, what do you kind of have in store for that in the future? Yeah, I mean, I think so. Yeah, we made some early headway in terms of uh, launching and seeing if people were interested. And that was kind of the point of the MVP to see if people would engage with the platform to s submit things and upvote things and all of that kind of stuff. And that seems to be working. Um, and, and yeah, I built it on the web uh, initially just because I felt that was the easiest way to launch and to have something out there and to, and to kind of iterate a little bit to see what, what people thought. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think the next step is probably some kind of app. So whether yeah. that's probably iOS first and then Android afterwards, but it'll probably be some cross-platform thing that I use to kind of m make an app. So hopefully the Android and iOS versions won't be that far apart anyway. But yeah, so I think that's kind of next on the horizon is to have something that you can listen to apps and a little listen to episodes and and uh, discover them all in the same place hopefully 
Yeah, that would be that would be awesome. I feel like that's the next uh, natural, like organic next step is to expand there because I mean, obviously, everybody listens to podcasts on their mobile devices and stuff, not so much on their computer, but it's still a great discovery platform right now. So yeah, it's funny. It's changing a little bit because of because of things like Spotify because people have Spotify installed on their on their Macs and Windows machines yeah. as well. And because it's all synced between their accounts, uh, you know, it seems like the trend is wherever you have the where, wherever you have the app installed, that's where you listen to. So if you have it on yeah. your if you have it on your uh, laptop or whatever as well, I think people are, are starting to listen to it more as well, just because it's easy to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that's kind of why I mean that's why I kind of want to build something cross platform anyway, so that if I if I build something that works on iOS and Android but it's just as easy to build a Mac application because it's an Electron app or whatever then if it's available everywhere almost immediately then uh, I think that, that that would be pretty awesome as well yeah for sure I'm, I'm really excited to see uh, where you actually take it and uh, kind of keeping an eye I've been keeping an eye on it for a while and I'm gonna keep an eye on it more so in the future so uh, thanks for coming on of course uh, do you want to uh, tell everybody where they can find you on the internet yeah, uh, thankfully I don't have to pick between t- 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 Twitter and Coffee and Twitter. On <laughs> so uh, t- Twitter is the best place to find me. It's uh, yeah. at Habasharikbal, mm, mm, which is my my full name. Yep. Um, and then I have iworkedon.com is the place where you can see a list of all of my side projects. Um, and then other than that, it's podhunt.app is the is the podcasting stuff. Cool. And of course, I'll put all links down in the show notes like always. Uh, But thanks for coming on. Uh, Next week, I'm not 100% sure who we're having on. I think we're going to have Danielle from Leave Me Alone app, hopefully. So get excited for that. Uh, But yeah, thanks for coming on. (laughs) 